good. Yeah, you gotta give it like a minute so that way people can. Like, well, there's a delay. What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Fandalorian Club, our official reaction, review, spoiler uh, show of The Mandalorian, where we're diving into everything on the show. Um, I'm Jake Berlin, your host, aka Qui-Gon Jake, as I go on the Padawan podcast, and we are officially live on Apocalypse Movies. We are taking a chance here, Woo! and we are officially doing a live show here uh, for our channel, and so far, so good, and hopefully the sound and everything is working. If it's not, make sure you listen in the comments, as I'm sure you will. Uh, but just a little background on the show, uh, because the show is so massive and so big, we decided, you know what, let's take 30 minutes to talk about the show and the episode and everything that's kind of going on uh, with full spoilers. We're not going to hold back, so if you haven't seen the episodes, do not watch this because we will fully spoil everything that has been going on, especially in this episode because it is full of Mandalorian goodness. <laughs> and today to join me talking about the Mandalorian episode 3 titled The Sin, directed by Deborah Chow, I have... Mr. Brian Avalosino and Mr. Jacob Bartley, What's Grand Admiral Sino, and Obi-Wan Jacoby. Yes. I think we're going to have to stick with I've, it. You know what? I've accepted it because <laughs> at first we were like, Jacoby's not a real name, but it is. Yeah. Jacoby Brissett, you know, Colts quarterback. Sure, yeah. yeah, yeah real name. Yeah, I guess. He I guess. hates it. Yeah. I, yeah I mean, it's, <laughs> it's because it's not Jacob, but, you know, I, it's I'll fun. get, it's whatever. I'm okay with it because it's yeah. Obi-Wan. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, yeah, it's whatever. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean. Jacob, this is your first time on the show. For you're, yes. you're officially right. you're officially a Mando Part fando. Of the club. Um, yeah. so, well. so I mean, before we get into like kind of just diving into the episode, um, a little bit of chronologically as well. Uh, just initial thoughts, Jacob. What do you think, first man? What was your real live reaction to this episode as it kind of ended? End, this end episode, credits? yeah. Um, well, first of all, I absolutely loved it. Yeah. Um, I was I was an emotional roller coaster to be honest. This episode in particular, because like most people probably, I'm attached to Baby Yoda, <laughs> which everyone calls him Tiny. Um, we call him Tiny here. Jake Tiny. Jake this Green. is not Yoda. <laughs> yes, that's very true. But uh, universally, everyone calls yes, him Baby Yoda. Yes. Not that he's Yoda. Tiny. This, this is, is not Yoda. Yoda. Oh, I didn't even know. <laughs> that's perfect. Yes. Yes. yes so, but I. Yeah. Know, I don't take credit for that, by the way. Although I. I don't know if the Mandalorian is going to be with him the whole entire show, mm -hmm. but I wasn't ready to let him go. So when he goes and drops him <laughs> off, I was like, no. I was like, no. And then, <laughs> and then it's just, I'm just hoping that he's going to go back and get him. 100%. And he, he would be the biggest dick in the world if he yeah. did it. But, you know, prior to this experience he's having, the pat, the old him, I would say, would let that go. You totally. Know? But he grew, grew attached to it. And yeah. the thing saved his life. Mm -hmm. So even though we can't see his face, it's so funny that you can tell, you can almost, he's portraying emotion without us seeing his face. That's the crazy. It's those thing. moments when he pauses and he's just sitting there. Yeah, in the ship when he had his hand on the lever. Mm -hmm. And he's like slightly moves his head or his hand and comes off. That lever. The um, ball. Made him, like reminded mm -hmm. him of the tiny and <laughs> and had it like that was the moment he was like no i can't let yep. them do this and i think the main thing is like if he was going somewhere safe where he was gonna be taken care of i'm sure he would be fine letting him go but he he was not down to let that thing die and we do know it's a him now the doctor confirmed, yep. but it's a him 
So I, this was just a freaking thrill ride. It's, it's, oh, it's so hard, but I think it's my favorite episode. It's a hundred percent my favorite yes, episode. Yes, I, oh I love God. episode two. I, so I like episode two too, but this one, and for one giant particular reason, there's, I mean, the ending <laughs> t- takes it absolutely over bonkers. Yeah. Like if, absolutely if, if bonkers. he got out of there himself, it wouldn't have made sense. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't have. But if he somehow got out of there himself, would it still be your favorite episode? I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. I don't because I also love the beginning or the middle of the episode when he went down to get his armor. That whole sequence. Oh, absolutely. With the Mandalorians and everything when they popped up for the Beskar and we got that flashback and everything. And Jake has, that was has a big part of it too. Saying. Uh what? I this said now you way. have your new saying. Yeah, this is the way. He gets like a new one every turn. Yeah, so what's the better one? I've spoken. I've been ending the, the show. I've been ending the show with I have spoken. Now yeah. I gotta end it with this is the way. Exactly. Maybe we all say it this time at the end. We can say both. Yeah. Um but no, so uh, it's it's a clear favorite of mine, and there's yeah. multiple reasons why the ending is too. the ending is incredible, absolutely incredible. And the Amazing. first like I can't wait to see what happens with the Mandalorians. And we we've talked about it how we weren't expecting to see them in full for a while. Like we didn't expect to see them this close no. to the beginning of the season. I was expecting maybe towards the end, maybe season two. We're in episode three, and we're getting full-on Mandalorian action. You yes. even said during the episode, like, I can't wait to see them. Yeah, but the first... Yeah. <laughs> here's the funny thing. The first thing that came to mind when I was watching that sequence... Holy crap. The woman who put this together is doing Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, like, I knew she directed episode three, but I wasn't thinking about it. When and I then you saw her name it, pop and up. And I saw her, and I was like, yes, yes. she's directing the Obi-Wan series. The entire series. Chow. Yeah. And the thing about the Mandalorians, I forget what he called their hideout. It, was, it has a certain name. Because he says, yeah. we're going to have to move the blank. Mm-hmm. But that's, from what I got from that, from him being there, the Mandalorians are like, they're no longer, they're like in hiding. Yeah. Well, he said it so... And the, since the purge, the, right? So the they, big gunner one, he said, uh, in that sequence when they were fighting, he said, we're, we're like sewer rats or, or sand rats. Exactly, yeah. And only one of us can go out at a, at a time. But the funny thing is... Mando's been going out the entire time. He's been the so one. they've yeah. all been underground, essentially, kind of hiding out, doing whatever they're doing. And so, like yeah. he said, only one of them have been able to touch the so surface. I don't know times. if they just mean in this part of the galaxy, or if man, if Mandalore is no more. They that per, the purge yeah. that they talked about had to be a Mandalorian purge, and something yeah. must have happened something. to make them run. Like maybe their planet taken over, exactly. or something specifically with this this clan. Because there's multiple clans, they're they're like they're tribes. There's tribes everywhere yeah. for Mandalorians. So maybe this specific tribe is on a yeah. hideout. So the latest thing we know in canon of Mandalorians is from Rebels, correct? Yes. So the last time we saw them, uh, Bo-Katan took yes. over. So sometime between then and now, mm-hmm. something yeah. happened. Maybe, maybe it was purge. the Empire, yeah, or maybe probably. it was some other You're, just random. Faction. So this this is for a, a later date, but I wanted to tease this. Um, Katie Sackhoff had a very, very interesting Twitter tweet <laughs> a couple weeks ago, or last week. She voices Bo-Katan in Rebels and Clone Wars. Yes. And she, she says, like, like I, can't, <laughs> I can't wait. What'd she say? I can't wait. She said, this. like, this is, like, one of the greatest things that ever happened to me, et cetera, et cetera. It, it, ha- it has yeah. to be Mandalorian, too. Oh She's like, I, it has to be I season two. So what I'm guessing what is. is the Mandalor- Mandalorians are in hiding, and yeah. they're scattered throughout the galaxy. I don't think these are the only Mandalorians. I, 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 Maybe, I, though. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I almost feel like this character of Mando is almost going to, like, bring honor back to the Mandalorians. Oh, like, it kind of feels like it's going in that direction. But what's funny about it, and I'm sticking to it, I don't think he's Mandalorian. 
Like, I don't think he's really? an actual an actual Mandalorian. I will say, you and I got into this. This episode, I say, gave you one, a flashback. One point, Jake. One point, because me. he they were talking your about point, me. they kept because the armorer, as she's for, uh, she called it right now, she asked him, "Has your helmet? Have you ever taken off your helmet? No. Has your helmet ever been removed? No." That's a Mandalorian thing. That flashback, nobody in that area had helmets on. That's Not a true. single person in that vicinity had a helmet on. And it could just be a certain thing but in Mandalore. Are we sure? I don't think it's all Mandalorians. I think it's the, the military that wears this armor, right? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I, I We don't know. And that's that's the cool yeah. thing. We're going to find out. would be wild if we never, ever once saw him take his helmet off? I don't think we will. Like, ever. I don't. I don't I, want him to. I really I, don't. I, I love either. Pedro Pascal, and I would love for him to like actually act. But the helmet I don't, is. A, I don't know if I. The, the helmet's a character. This take point. it off. Yeah, the helmet right. is one hundred percent a character. It's like dread. It, the movie would not have worked if Carl Urban took the helmet off. You need yeah. to it, leaving the helmet on. It works so well for the character. He's acting through his body. Uh, exactly. Right? So <laughs> what I was gonna say is, I hope that. For the most part, it's actually him in the suit, mm-hmm. and it's obviously there's a stunt double who does some of the action, but it must be him in the suit most of the time, and he's acting with his body yeah. language, like yes. you said, and he's so good because yeah, very you can good. feel what he's how he's feeling through his body language. Yeah. It's crazy. So uh, the beginning of the episode is very straightforward. He kind of, he he brings Tiny to um, the client as he's now known uh, Warner Herzog, and of course um, he's not there when. Goes back exactly. Yeah. Uh, so and then all that sequence goes down, right? He gives him away. He gets the best guard. Gets his armor down. Uh, cool sequence when they're talking about the, you know, how um, it almost seemed like the Mandalorians down in the cave didn't want the best guard there, probably because it's like tainted by the Empire. Well, they said like it's oh, it's got the stamp of the Empire. On. Oh, that, oh, that's right. Yeah, so it must have been the Empire. Yeah. So they must have invaded or something like yeah. that. Um, that whole sequence happens. Uh, an extended version of the flashback, which is really cool. The Clone Wars ships, the droid ships, the droid mm-hmm. battle, the battle droids. Very cool sequence. I'm sure we're going to learn a lot more of that kind of thing. So down something the road. happens in that moment. Exactly. So, well, yeah. some someone... Saves it's, him. It's who saves him is the, probably the big well, question. Because shadow went over the top. Yeah, and we don't know who attacks that battle droid, but obviously he doesn't Oh, get there shot was there. a shadow? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I was... Because I, I was thinking maybe, like maybe it's Yoda. Because oh. that... I was thinking, like, maybe, why does what? he have such a huge connection Yoda. to this creature? Because that was during the Clone Wars, people, right? People are questioning if he if he's Force-sensitive, yeah, which is so why he may have a connection. I have went back and forth. I'm like, I've, I thought at one moment, is this Ezra? Like, it's a hun- I, It's possible. It's it's 100% but, possible that he has some kind of Force connection. Because Finn, there's the same exact question could be asked about Finn. He just never trained. Exactly. Like, and maybe that's why him and the... If you Tiny if you a have a force connection. connection, that doesn't make you a Jedi. You just mm-hmm. it's like Leia. You just have what a connection. Out, like, yeah, Leia had no idea she was force. She just has a connection. You yeah. know? What if we find out like everyone has it? It's just whether or not you choose to use it. I, I think, think that's a little true. much. Yeah. But <laughs> this guy having it could be very interesting because why did he form such a connection with Tiny? Yeah. so and quickly. Think about the finger touching thing. Yeah, like, that's what a big. What was that about? Well, yeah. in out of everybody, Tiny's connecting to him. Like mm-hmm. you saw, it's like they're communicating without talking. You, well, you saw when he was yeah. being taken away, like the the guilt, not just on Mando, but how Tiny looked physically mm-hmm. as he was being kind of shipped off. He kept doors. looking back at him. Yeah, mm-hmm. so very very interesting. But um, you know, and then we move on from the Clone Wars stuff, and then we kind of get to the the heat of everything. We get to the bar where he's you know um, he's getting new bounties from uh, Carl Weathers, which I. 
I'm so happy that he's not dead in this yeah. in this show. Yeah, I he thought is, he was. For I a love second. this character. This character is so cool, and I love the way that they made sure that we know that Mando shot him exactly where he was supposed to be shot to live. He doesn't want him dead. Essentially, yeah. it's it's, yeah. it's kind of the vibe I got from it. Yeah, because he, I think he knew it was there. Yeah, and shot him yeah. Right, yeah. right. And you can hear the pain. Yeah, exactly. Um, favorite moments though so far, halfway through the episode, not a whole lot. I mean, obviously, we have so Amanda stuff towards the end. Um, probably up until like the bar scene. Anything that kind of stands out? I just like the underground. Probably the Mandalorian stuff is the biggest thing. Yeah, I think. Did you notice that the uh, what is the name of the emblem? Uh, the mythosaur. Yeah. Did you know it hanging? Looked kind of like the metal. It's Beskar. It's got to be Beskar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was kind of like, interesting that they and it looked like better than the other kinds. Yeah, it's almost like a. Yeah. I mean, it might be aged too. He called something that didn't. Oh my god, I was so close. He was so so. So I I had said so. G, I talked to Gio earlier this week. And I told him that the mud horn from episode two mm-hmm. was going to be his signet. I, I, I knew it. I told Brian before the Literally, episode starts. Like the, the I was like, I'm calling thing. it. It's going to be his signet because we're going to learn at some point that that's gonna that he's going to get something. And then they tease us with it, and he goes, it wasn't an honorable kill. I'm like, oh, that was so close. So yeah. close to getting it, but, you know. Yeah, it, t- it wasn't. He... I mean, it could be eventually. Yeah. I mean, is there a chance that Tiny could become his signet? Possibly. Ah. But I say, pri- so up to this moment, um, favorite moment, because... Our favorite moment's probably all the same. Yeah. But up to that time in the episode, I think my favorite moment was when he brought the tiny back and his conversation with Werner Herzog. And mm. just Werner Herzog, I love hearing him talk. Just <laughs> yeah. him yeah. Say, explaining, like, you know, this is against your reputa- reputation to ask questions. You're not mm-hmm. supposed to ask um, those type of things. Yeah. And maybe Werner Herzog had a feeling he was going to come back, and that's maybe why he got out of there. Maybe. Yeah, because he wasn't there. Like, I mean, he probably has business to take care of, yeah, but yeah, 100%. It was, yeah, and I that said, was a good moment. And I said to you during the episode, I think this that consequence is what's going to draw out uh, John Carlo Esposito's character. Yeah, he's got to appear at some point. He, he probably the next episode, right? He still hasn't even gotten, gotten Cara Dune. He, she's coming next episode. I literally I keep forgetting. Well, she, she's listed for five episodes, and next episode's five, so yeah. or four, four. And why so Gina Carano is like, like all in the marketing Cardoon yeah, yeah is that her character yeah. name Cardoon yeah I don't know her character yeah. name yet because I haven't met her so but... so uh, she's listed for five episodes okay and next episode's four so she's gonna be four through nine apparently okay is what people are thinking and it's very cool she's she's being introduced by a woman director because it's Bryce Dallas Howard which is oh, really that's cool awesome. too um so two moments so far that that stood out to me and I, I... one other thing before this I think was it before this we got mention of the New Republic. Yes, uh, Which, by Carl Weathers. Yeah. He mentioned the New Republic. A very quick thing. He's like, go take it to the New Republic. And he's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. He said that's a joke or exactly. something. Exactly. Yeah. Something very joking. But uh, two yeah. things. One, um, yeah, on the big the big heavy armor guy that he fought with underground, um, I said to Brian, he sounded incredibly like Pre Vizsla, the character from Clone Wars and Rebels, the, the Mandalorian outlaw. Okay. Um, his name is Paz Vizsla. No that character's name. Yes, and it's. Really? I found it after the episode. There's a toy of him, and he's named Paz Vizsla. And that's what's cool awesome. about this, Pre Vizsla was voiced by John Favreau in the shows. Oh, that's so true. John yeah, Favreau probably voiced Paz Vizsla, but Damn. that's a huge connection there. That's super cool. That's very very big going that's forward big. if that character does show up. Um, and then the second thing is the uh, the moment where he was spying 
on the client and the doctor uh, yes. when they had talked about the uh, mm-hmm. extracting. I have a feeling they're extracting DNA from him to yes. clone probably, yes. but I don't know what you guys feel about that. No, 100% because we see that that doctor has the patch, the Camino patch. Yeah. On, so yeah, yeah, yeah. it has to be a cloning thing. Mm-hmm. I and didn't see the Camino patch. Yeah, it's on his shoulder. Yeah, so he was extracting some type of DNA and then Werner Herzog's basically saying to kill it afterwards, mm-hmm. which the Mando was definitely so, not So cloning Herzog didn't care if it lived or died in the first place. So cloning yeah. cloning Jedi Jedi babies is probably what we're getting at, right? Probably I was, trying to clone I would something so. that has, has to be the Force. Because now, now this kind of like almost officially There's a connection to Rise Skywalker. Well, this this almost officially like marks like that they know that Yoda's species is Force sensitive. That almost every single one of them probably has some kind of Force maybe, ability, uh, or just that they knew that specific one was. Somehow. Yeah, maybe because like, yeah. it was being protected. That's what. Well, yeah, you're right. Before you're the Mandalorian right. went in the first episode, it. but yeah. either way, it would have been protected yeah so know. probably pulling dna which could come back maybe they got some kind of extraction they and maybe that's have. why he left already because they got the extraction um because the medical droid was in there yeah i think i think we're gonna find an undertone and a lot more stuff of the of the empire or whoever trying to clone force sensitive beings and people and that's going to end up being a because we don't know officially that that has is they're able to do that mm-hmm. like make a clone of a force sensitive person and they're also force sensitive. it's never been introduced yeah. yeah which could hint at this could hit at dark ray if that ends up well, yeah rise skywalker seems that she seems to like be a clone yeah. in there too trying to clone little yoda species that are force sensitive i mean if you're the emperor Force-sensitive clone army? That's Maybe this is part of his contingency plan that's been talked about for so long. Like It's possible. It, it could be part... Because we know he's not there. He's no. clearly not around. He's but whatever. it could be part of his contingency... Because he still has his followers. His followers are still up there. Now, whether or not Werner Herzog is one of them, Giancarlo Esposito seems to be one of them. Yeah. So, well, he has death well, we know Werner Herzog is Empire. Is, yeah. Well, he has a necklace, but, but we don't know what kind of connection to the Empire he yeah. has. I think he's one of those... Uh, well, him and those Stormtroopers were all... Are they Stormtroopers, though? I think they're, it's um, one of those cases where it's like, um, like a Grand Admiral that took control of the planet. Or... Has of a, the outpost. Yeah, and now that it's disbanded, it's like... Probably. This is my part of the planet yeah, or whatever possibly it very well could be po- yeah could be possible so because we never got really like who he is right we never got anyone saying like oh he's a granddad no but mando mando had mentioned that you know uh he's working for the empire he's working with the yeah, empire why they are they here that that group is ex-empire yeah which i yeah. mean there, there could be a giant twist to maybe they don't end up being the empire or something don't know but at this point it seems like empire is doing some shady stuff with foreign sensitive babies yeah which is interesting because um, the, the X Empire is not the first order. Exactly. Necessarily. Very different. Yeah, very different exactly. entities. Yeah. Yeah. And so, some of the Empire went on, but there's a part of them that wanted nothing to do with what the first order was doing. Exactly. And they stuck to the Empire. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see where he kind of falls. Ray Sloan was like that. Exactly. She went off to do the first order stuff, and, and a lot of them stayed behind. And the of... first order was stealing children, exactly. taking children and turning them into stormtroopers. Like Finn. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So. Um, who knows what the empire and there's so just, many possibilities. Yeah, exactly. So many possibilities. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the granddaddy of them all. Big well, moments. So I loved when 
all the little beacons started going off. Yeah. And all yeah, the yeah. Uh, bounty hunters and the, started the getting the intensity bounty. started, and the music Did started it, going. Remind anyone else of a, a, a certain movie? John Wick? Oh. All the assassins start, and yeah. then he's walking through the town, and then they all start looking Dude, at hell him, yeah. and start going off. I got John Wick vibes. Oh, that's that. amazing. I'm so mm-hmm. pumped right now. I'm so happy. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is just like John that's Wick. That's amazing. It's funny because I was getting pumped. There's always like some connection we can always connect. Like when we. Second episode was Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. This was yeah. John Wick. You I had to be like a John Wick reference. Oh my God. That's so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. But yeah, I mean, this. Look, the, the whistling birds. I love the, the, the I love. Oh, that was yeah, amazing. the whistling birds. Really cool. And a really cool callback, too, after finding out in the middle of the episode. But um, I love. I love the uh, outpost sequence with IG Eleven in the first episode. This one takes the cake. For me. Oh yeah, this one takes yeah. the cake for me. Um, it's in, the, way, the way the way it was <laughs> the way it was structured was incredible with the music, with the way the cameras were set, how it was just kind of really slow moving, slow, slow moving, and then the music just hits and he turns around and it's just all because out warfare. There's no way he was gonna get out of there. Yeah, no. there's no, and they do that in movies and TV shows where. The hero can defeat anything and John gets, yeah. gets out of everything. <laughs> and it's just not possible. Yeah. And I, I love how like realistic that was. When he told the droid to go and he went like five feet, I was like, oh, well, I did that. <laughs> well, they're slow moving, man. They can't go that fast. Yeah, I and know, I was thinking was... like, why doesn't someone just shoot the droid? Yeah, yeah. Carl <laughs> there shoots you go. The droid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yes, it was such a fantastic moment. And the thing is, there, there's also those cliche moments where someone steps in and saves the day. Like maybe on an animated show, it would have been a Jedi or something. But to get that, moment was amazing i love how they were flying over the arch and then like coming down mm-hmm. because we were people have speculated like are we gonna see jetpacks in this show <laughs> we get them in episode three you gotta give me <laughs> one an of those. epic just street battle it was it was freaking i love crazy. the way that, that every it seemed like and I, I know this is classic mandalorian but they made sure to showcase that every single one of them had some kind of different ability or gun or yeah, style exactly like, like they were all I don't different think anyone else has gun. his gun and exactly first of all and they all sound his different too. gun oh, is crazy so powerful. it just disintegrates people when, oh well like, when he was using body, the scope we thought he was gonna start murking people again we were yeah. just like oh my god so after seeing him murk jawas i was like oh my god like i was like okay they're little tiny beings that they're just they're blowing up that yeah. makes sense but he was blowing up like full-size yeah. beings yeah. Yeah. blew up a greedo species well, he says that that impressive weapon or something Carl oh he does yeah, yeah, yeah carl yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i mean i've never seen a weapon like uh-huh. that before i i hope we find out where he got that from that, that could be to. that could be a big deal. That's, like where he got it. Because that thing does so many things. Well, we've yes. seen that in the animated shows where each Mandalorian has their own special mm-hmm. type of weapon, right? And we got to see that in live action. Maybe he so makes cool. it so cool, it's incredible, and it's cool because we the only we we see Jango Fett doing his thing in the prequels, and we see Boba Fett, but they're not actually Mandalorian. Yeah. So we got to see Mandalorians in action. So bad. I can't wait action. to see more of them. I mean, obviously, it may take a couple episodes to see where they land because they have to set up a new base, essentially, now that everyone knows that they're there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really hope that we they see They have to be one of the coolest things in Star Wars. Oh, and they're one of the most undiscovered things in Star Wars. Yes. There's they're, they're such a kept secret. Because yeah. people know who Boba Fett is, but they don't know about that he's, the Well, they don't know he's a clone. Yeah. A lot of people think he's a Mandalorian, but he's mm-hmm. actually a clone. Um, it's cool, though, that Favreau and Filoni were given... Uh, the keys to two major mysteries in Star Wars with Yoda species and Mandalorian. So, yes. uh, very, very cool that's being explored. Yeah, it's a very big deal because George Lucas kept those in the vest uh, for a very long time. Well, um, it's only right also that he gives it to Filoni, too. Exactly. And Filoni and Favreau might be the two to head up Lucasfilm. We're hearing rumors about that. 
which could be a big deal. Um, but yeah, so a uh, very cool sequence, very cool end tag too, where the rocket, uh, the guy with the rocket comes up and he's like, I got to get one of those. I got to yeah. get one of those. Very, very yeah. cool callback to Bubba Fett and Django Fett and stuff like that. Um, then the episode ends, but I mean, what a, what a great episode, great direction, really, really cool setup. Um, it seems like we're getting to the thick of things now and it's not just the first two episodes where it's, you know, setting things up and teasing us with things. Now it seems like it's going to be a storyline that's continuous through a number of episodes till the end of the finale. So, yeah, it's not slowing down. That's for, <laughs> that's for damn sure. Yeah, it's going to, I'm interested to see where he ends up too. Where is he, where is he going? Cause he's not doing bounties anymore. No. Does he have friends he's going to go meet? Like, is he going to some world that he has no idea about? Like, obviously he's going to meet up with Cardoon. I think he's going to try to search out some type of sympathizer, resistance, something to give them to. Exactly. Because, I mean, she has that tattoo. Yeah, she's, a, she's an ex-Rebel uh, Shock Trooper. An ex-Rebel Shock oh, okay. Trooper, yeah. Yeah, so. he's probably trying to maybe go... I mean, he know he has to know that like Luke Skywalker's out there. Not uh, saying, uh, I don't know, because the second episode, he didn't know what the Force was. Yeah. Hmm. Him and him and the Ugnaught, they talked about what was that? What did he do? He said, I don't know, but it tired him out or whatever. He has no idea what the Force yeah. is. I'm not sure about that. Because like, I just think he was thrown off that this baby was Force Well, if you sensitive. think about it, the Force... Okay, they're saying he doesn't know what Jedi are and... He They've been dead know. for twenty years. Yeah, other than Luke, other like, than Luke, the Emperor the and Vader. I mean, you don't know. We don't know what he knows. People Han Solo history. didn't believe any of it until he like, met Luke. People know about it, whether they think it's true or not. I don't think everybody does, different. though, because we don't we don't know how far outside the galaxy he is. And at this point in time, there were three people that had it. Really, only two that we knew but, about: Vader and Luke. But everyone knows that. about the great Luke Skywalker. But we don't know down the Empire because the Empire rules the galaxy, right? But do we they, don't know that, that story. Do, that's yeah. but do but they not know that it was the rebels that took down? I mean, they just know that it was a big fight. We don't know that he he may have never heard that it was Luke Skywalker. I mean, you can make I think like everyone. Knows. Everyone heard about Luke taking down the Death Star, but I we don't would say you. That's not even because Han Solo and Lando. But I, what I'm saying, a lot of people know of the of the legend of Luke shooting the Death Star, the the, the blaster and everything. We don't know if they know about the Force. But they didn't even everything. defeat the Empire that first time. They defeated the Empire in in Return of the Jedi. That's just, that's the time it's and, like, in though. Everyone knows it. About it's the it's, it's five years, years after. Yeah. We don't know what they've learned. We don't I mean, know how old he is. I think your biggest case is we don't even know where they are in the galaxy. Yeah, because they've never. They could be so a, far out that they have no idea what's true. going on. Because it's that, very interesting. The planets we've been to are nothingness planets. Like we finally got like a look at the town. It's just some podunk little yeah, just some outposts. Yeah, classic in outposts. In the middle of you know? nowhere. Yeah, they're so. frying. They're frying lizard monkeys and stuff. <laughs> the freaking lizard. Every those poor, like those poor guy. Every episode. And someone they, was actually eating. They got to showcase a lizard monkey on fire every single episode. <laughs> I know. Yeah, poor Two things. of the last three. Um. All right. Well, to wrap us up, guys. I mean, uh, final quick thoughts, and then maybe a little preview of what you're looking forward to after the episode. Is it more Mandalorian stuff? Is it finding out who this guy is? Baby Yoda stuff. Brian, what's your takeaway, man? I, if anything, the thing I took away is Deborah Chow knows what the hell she is doing. <laughs> yeah, she's going to kick the that's, shit. That's, that's, true. that's uh, the thing going on today. From the moment true. the episode aired, people have been going crazy. It's been for trending her. on Twitter mm-hmm. the whole entire yeah. day. And, and she deserves it, dude. She, this is this is some of the best directing in Star Wars in a long time. And the first time a woman she's has directing helped it. episode seven as yep. well. Yeah. Which is very cool. First time a woman's helped it. Clearly, they can do just as bad, if not better than <laughs> anything, and it's exciting. She clearly knows her Star Wars, oh, and yeah. it also helps to have Felonia Favre over your shoulders. Of she, course, she yeah. knows what she's doing, and 
if this is what we're going towards for Obi-Wan and her style, mm-hmm. her style, like that whole episode from beginning to end. If you put this with, with Obi-Wan as the main character, my <laughs> lord. Could be amazing. It was good because there was not one second I didn't find myself entertained. No, it, everything everything had a, it, it, it all met a purpose. It never stopped. Even the little things like him picking up the bounty and it was a Mon Calamari. Like everything was... For a quick second, I, I thought to myself, is that Akbar's son? That's what I thought, too. Yeah, I, I, it was a quick second. I thought that, I that thought might that have been too. Akbar's son. But, um, man. If they had dropped the name, I'd have been like, oh, my God. That would have been so cool. But I mean, honestly, that, but to be honest, like, I clearly love the episode, but I think that probably got me the most excited about everything was, this is who's going to run the Obi-Wan. And she's doing all, this, all the episodes. All of Which them. is really cool. And it, 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 we clearly understand... As to why they gave her the full season. And doesn't she have the season finale of this? No, she, episode, oh, seven. Episode, episode seven. Oh, seven. 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 Well, uh, seven Taika, Taika has the yeah. episode. Oh, that's right. Finale. That's right. Yeah. So, damn. <laughs> yeah, me, yeah, for me, I think, uh, obviously, the Mandalorian stuff, I want. I, they're they're one of my favorite things in Star Wars in general, and I would love to yeah, learn more about that. them. Uh, I've Bubba Fett's one of my favorite all-time characters, and just learning more about their history is really cool. Uh, from Clone Wars Rebels of this. Um, but the biggest thing I'm looking forward to is seeing how Bryce Dallas Howard, a first-time director, can pick this story up. If yeah. it's kind of the same is pace. She directing she's directing the next episode? episode? Yeah, she's right back next. She's introducing Cara Dune to the story. Okay. She, may be, uh, she may be introducing Giancarlo Esposito to the story. Um, but I'm, I'm very interested to see how it's picked up from her and how the tone feels, the pace feels, and everything like that. Um, but outside of that, it's it's 100% the Mandalorian stuff. Even I if think, we don't get it for an episode or two, I want to see more of them. I think she's going to tell more of a, a verbal story. It'll probably be more personal. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's... Maybe more flashbacks in this one. Yeah. A little bit more on him. There has to be more conversation going I think, forward, and too. I think she's... I like that it's kind of been no, very quiet. So do I. Yeah. I do, but I think once he meets Gina Carano... And, and oh, 100%. Because he, be he's going to... And we saw, we've seen that part in the trailer where they shake hands. So they clearly become yeah. Yeah. a because friendship. You can't really... You can't have two characters who don't talk that much. Yeah. So <laughs> one of them are going to have to talk. Yeah. And yeah. speaking of that, I really want to see... And I don't know if we are, but I, I want to see IG-11 come back. I think we'll come, he'll come back. So I have either he's still, he left him there. He might be in the back of his ship. He could have grabbed him. Yeah. He very well could have grabbed him because the and episode ended. We don't know. Like we haven't, yeah. they haven't shown us his whole ship. He might be sitting back there. So I'm looking forward to that because I really liked IG-11 like, yeah. a lot. One Taika voicing him too. Personality <laughs> and his, the way he in fights in combat and things like that. Stylistically, he's exactly. great. But um, for this episode and just all the whole series so far, I love how much we're learning about the Mandalorian, the Mandalorian as a character with very little to work with, with very little dialogue, very, no facial expressions <laughs> at all. And, I mean, you see what he's th- when he's thinking about his flashbacks, yeah. obviously. Slight h- tilts and everything. Yeah. And it's, it's funny because he's such a... He's so ready to do battle, right? He's very capable of himself. But he seems very disturbed by those those past flashbacks, yeah. those flashbacks and everything like that. And we see why he hates droids, obviously. Um, so I'm just looking forward to seeing how that develops, how he develops as, as a character. Because I don't... I mean, Dread is awesome, but I never, don't remember... I can't think of a better time where we just learn so much about a character's personality never without seeing face. their face. Mm-hmm. It's it's incredible. Feel you. Yeah. Uh, one thing we did mention, his new armor. Whew! They, they made it like it was like a fashion show when we oh, walked in. Oh, it was in. incredible. Yeah, they, it was they, incredible. They, I'm pretty sure it was in slow motion. Speaking for a of walking yeah. in, I love how every single time he opens a door, it's like. 
like a western. It's the old western whistle. Yeah. Every it's time he opens the door. door. It was like in the first moment of the first episode. So good. No, he so does it like every yeah. time he opens and the door. Speaking of that, the music, the main <laughs> score, score is amazing. It's I have it stuck in my head all day. Yeah. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah, and it's great. While I had issues with the first episode issues with the second episode I don't really have any There's issues nothing. with this episode no Such a, it's, it's only it because better, better which yeah, is crazy exactly. absolutely it's wild great um, alright well there it is guys our spoiler filled review hopefully you'd watch the episode watching us um, of Mandalorian episode 3 titled The Sin uh, make sure you guys join us every single week for this show we're going to be jumping in uh, every Friday night live because it is seems to be working now <laughs> um, live on our podcast channel here uh, at Apocalypse Movies um, the Fandalorian Club maybe for the next six weeks unfortunately yeah but I mean who knows maybe we do it on Apocalypse Now tomorrow yeah. maybe oh, maybe we'll see maybe. Uh, but yeah so that is Jacob that is Brian I am Jake thank you again for joining us on the Fandalorian Club uh, make sure you guys follow us on YouTube social media audio pod- pod- podcast platforms um, you can check us out all there and uh, again thank you for joining us guys should we say it all together this, this is, is the way. way we'll see you guys next time Hey everyone, Jacob Bartley here. Thanks for watching. If you want to check out something similar from Apocalypse Movies, click this video up here. You want something a little bit different? Check out this video down here. If you haven't done so, please subscribe to Apocalypse Movies and let us know your thoughts in the comments section. We always love to hear from you. Thanks for watching.